Welcome to the Digital Health Insights Podcast, where NZ Hits CEO Scott Arrell brings you key thought leaders to share their experience, views, and vision on all things digital health and more. Full tech enablement is essential for creating world-class health systems, and Scott's guests discuss how this can be achieved, the challenges that need addressing, the opportunities it creates, and the benefits delivered to health, disability, and social care services in New Zealand and worldwide. Well, welcome, everybody, and thank you very much for tuning in today to our Digital Health Insights uh, uh, channel, our podcast channel, and I'm Scott Arrell. I'm the CEO of NZ Hit. And we are the industry peak body for the health IT sector here in New Zealand. And uh, we've got um, uh, me- members who operate in the software game and in health and uh, also non-software or non-IT who are healthcare providers and policymakers and funders of, of healthcare services. And we have members that operate uh, mostly in New Zealand, but definitely offshore as well. And uh, yes, as many of you would have heard of the likes of Orion Health um, who export all over the world, and we're proud to have them as a member, um, along with many other uh, large, medium, and small-sized operation operators. So, but today um, we're actually not talking so much about uh, software or, uh, companies or so forth, but we're talking about startups in the tech space, and uh, obviously that. Uh, does take into account uh, health software. And um, our special guest today is uh, Marion Johnson, who's the Chief Awesome Officer of the Ministry of Awesome, based in Christchurch, uh, Canterbury, New Zealand. And uh, Marion, I just love that uh, position title of yours. That's, uh, you know, I, I want to have it, So, but but you've already taken it. So welcome anyway, Marion. Tell us, <laughs> thanks for joining us and spending some time with us today. And uh, um, I'll leave it with you just to start off with telling us a bit about your background, where you've come from, and why you're in in the beautiful one of the most beautiful parts of New Zealand. Sounds great. Thank you, Scott, and thanks for that introduction. So, um, for those of you who don't know me, um, so I'm Marion Johnson. As Scott said, I have the amazing title um, of Chief Awesome Officer at the Ministry of Awesome. Um, some of you might not be aware of what Ministry of Awesome is all about, but essentially, um, we focus on early stage startups. Um, we have a regional focus for Christchurch and Canterbury, but we are beginning to work with central government and commercial partners all over New Zealand. Um, and the long and the short of it is, is that Ministry of Awesome is a force for New Zealand's most ambitious startups and innovators. Um, this is a role that I think is um, critical for New Zealand. Um, I've got uh, peers in this role um, across the country, um, but basically <clears throat> the view is that the startup and innovation ecosystem is critical for our future because these are our these are our you know future powerhouse um, companies. Um, so some of the work that we do in terms of when I say uh, providing startup support, it's all about essentially identifying talent in the pipeline and then surrounding them with all the support and connection that they might need. They might need some education on um, methodology, uh, on processes, on things like, um, you know, critical processes like validation, Um, but they might also just need connections, um, connections to um, people who are a little bit further ahead in the journey, connections to the community, um, connections to investment, et cetera. Um, And this is the work that we essentially are doing um, in the startup space. Um, Another key thing that that is um, a service point for us is that um, at the stage that New Zealand startup is in, 
Um, so there's, there's, I think, five separate stages as identified by the Startup Genome Project. So Startup Genome um, has basically gone all across the globe, looked at startup ecosystems in every major city, and rated them in terms of where they are in their development phases. So New Zealand is in the first phase of development for startups. It's called the activation phase. And one of the most important things that we can be doing as a community uh, in the innovation um, ecosystem is profile and amplify our startup community. So that's something that Ministry of Awesome spends a lot of time doing. Um, finally, the last thing I wanted to say um, is that we also uh, founded alongside our Institute of Canterbury and Christchurch NZ, our um, economic development agency, we founded a startup hub called uh, Teohaka Center for Growth and Innovation. And it's from there that we run incubation of 23 high growth startups um, who have already grown enormously since May last year when the hub was, uh, was founded. So that's a real brief background on um, what Ministry of Awesome does um, in terms of uh, supporting the high growth startup um, in, in innovation community. Um, one of the things that I, I mentioned to Scott that I wanted to talk about today is I had a really interesting conversation a while back, um, well, actually um, last week, about um, New Zealand's Innovation Edge. And it was with a bunch of um, leaders in this sort of innovation ecosystem around New Zealand. Um, everybody had a very different point of view, um, but we agreed on a couple of things, and I thought I would share those with you. Scott, is now the time to to, to go ahead and do that? Or yeah, no, that would, that would be great. I, I was just going to mention uh, to listeners that um, you you presented to our members and and some other non-members that joined us last night on a, um, a webinar or it was actually an after work get together um, a virtual get together of course and uh, yeah so you touched on some of this so it, was, you know, it would be really good for you to expand on that now great um, to, yeah it's very relevant thank you okay um, and, and it kicked off a really interesting conversation didn't it Scott I mean, I mean some of the things I think that we can be really proud of and um, and that are also our innovation edge for New Zealand things that, are, that hold us separate it's a real point of difference for us as a nation is that um, I mean we, we hear a lot about how we are a progressive nation um, and certainly um, you know relative to others particularly at the moment we are uh, looking increasingly so, um, but as you can tell from my accent, I'm not. I wasn't born in uh, Canterbury, Christchurch, or New Zealand. I was born, born overseas. I'm an American by birth. My father was an American diplomat. But one night, about 14 years ago, I met my Kiwi husband um, in London, where I was working, um, and he brought me to Christchurch, Canterbury, uh, 14 years ago with a young family. And one of the things that I knew about New Zealand before I got here was that, of course, it's a very beautiful country. The landscape is uh, stunning and environmentally it's um, it's also known to be a, a, a country that really is, is proud of its sustainability. Um, of course, there's various comments on that front. But one thing that I really did not know is exactly how progressive as a nation New Zealand was and how long that has actually been going on. There's actually a real history of being a progressive nation and a little bit of a social experiment since even before the turn of the century. So one of the things that I learned almost immediately when I got here was all around how New Zealand was the first country in the world to um, have votes for women, so women's suffrage, uh, which is really fairly major. But then there's also some other things that I didn't know about. So, for example, things like um, um, putting some... Um, 
Some changes around the eight-hour working day um, happened midway through um, uh, the 18th century, sorry, 19th century, and state-funded old-age pensions. So for a long time, there's actually been a lot of work done on a social experiment around New Zealand um, and the way they see the socioeconomic uh, balance and the way that they see um, what is a, a fair and equitable um, way of life for all of its citizens. Um, so that was really surprising to me and something that now that I am a New Zealand citizen, I'm extremely proud of. Um, the other thing that I think is a real edge for us and it is, is the fact that in New Zealand, it seems like one of the most important social values and political values for people is equality, equality for all in the nation. That doesn't mean to say that this is the most equal place, but as a value, it's held really close to the heart of all Kiwis. And um, and the notion that a nation's health can be judged on the well-being of all of its people speaks to that sense of equality. And it's an ideal that absolutely is gaining admirers around the world, particularly now that we've got a time where so much of our world is being taken up by plutocracy um, and and there's so much being written and noted about the concentration of wealth in the hands of the few. Um, so New Zealand as a nation um, seems to stand strongly for equality. And that's another real edge for us in terms of innovation, because not only does it change how we innovate, but it also attracts some of the best minds and some of the lead innovators from all around the world to, to, to follow New Zealand, to follow New Zealand's trajectory, um, and to be part of our you know, great um, experiment. Um, and just on, yeah, just on that point as well, you know, we, uh, yeah, we we are all proud to be Kiwis, you know, and, and I love the way that you've, you know, sort of um, weaved the, the the history into that because yeah, we're um, a small country, kind of at the bottom of the world, and um, you know, we pride ourselves on on punching above our, our weight, and like we, for example, we I think we were the first country to develop um, the technology to be able to sh- uh, ship frozen meat uh, all the way from Dunedin, uh, Lake uh, Port Chalmers, to the UK, you know, and, and that started a, a massive export of, of our agricultural sector. And that's, that's um, you know, back in the 1800s as well, and that's, so that's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, right through to, um, to um, you know, having Lord Rutherford to, to point to as one of our favourite sons and, and even the likes of uh, Sir Edmund Hillary who, who uh, conquered Everest first uh, along with uh, Sherpa Tenzing. So, um, yeah, I think... I love the way that you've weaved that in, and I think that does permeate through our psyche. Um, yeah. You know, as a, a I'm a, a sixth generation Kiwi, and you know those sort of stories, you know, just uh, leave you with immense pride. But also, um, you want to do your piece as well. You know, you, you, you're here. You know, what what is the legacy that that each of us leaves um, for the next generation? That's right. So, um, and so I, thank you for that. Yeah, and Scott, I think those are really powerful examples, and they're not—they're not. They're not uh, of course, those are all occurred. You know, they're historical, <laughs> um, but this innovation and this innovation edge continues, and I think that's something that we really need to hold very, very close in our identity. That innovation is something that we are really, really good at. We punch way above our weight, and on top of that, people are beginning to really take notice. Um, mm. and, and it's not that we're looking for attention, but the, the power of that talent attraction and the power of our ability to then cut through overseas uh, with our innovation is is extremely important. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think a lot of that is actually um, kind of a, a bit of a, a stubbornness around when we get told that something can't be done, it, it probably makes us more 
passionate about making it done happen. You know, it's a you know, and right up to modern day, you know, where we had Rod Jury with Zero and mm-hmm. um, uh, Ian McRae with Orion House, and, and and you know, I could just probably repeat um, many others as great examples that just haven't. Um, they've actually created things that aren't just for New Zealand as well, but they benefit New Zealand because of the fact that they've they've taken them offshore. That's right. That's right. And needs must, right? We're so geographically isolated. I mean, that whole number eight wire um, mentality is all about, yeah, well, we have to, so we're going to do it. And so we innovate. Um, yes, yes. So and I, you're in a uh, really the great part of the country there. And sorry to interrupt, but, you yeah. know, when you, when I, I've seen the, uh, let's call it the, the growth or the transition at Christchurch since the major earthquakes to where it is now, it's, it's you know, the, it's, it's it's a leader now in looking at how it can innovate with with so many things and so you're in you know you're right in a sweet spot I believe um, you know in what you're doing and with uh, working with startups uh, so you, you you must be passionate and, and enjoy that work. I'm so passionate about it. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I don't think I could be I don't think I could be any in any better city, any better place, any better time than I than I am right now. And um, and the team at Ministry of Awesome. I mean, I don't know how much you know about the Supernode strategy that our Economic Development Agency, Christchurch NZ, has um, has been working on over the last year and a half. Um, but essentially, they've basically taken what our key strengths are and decided that they are an absolute focus in terms of uh, creating a pipeline of talent, attraction, um, and support around innovation. And those key super nodes are um, health tech, med tech is one. Um, the second one is future transport and aerospace. The third is future food and fiber. And the one that underpins all of it is um, is basically deep tech um, and high tech. So the idea is, is that um, New Zealand uh, as a whole obviously is a very innovation-minded innovation place. But Christchurch, as New Zealand's newest city, as a city that has completely reimagined itself over the last eight years, is really rolling out the red carpet for anybody who has even a bone of high growth entrepreneurship in them. Um, And one of those key sectors that we're focusing on is health tech. And that's probably a really good segue then, Scott, for me to um, talk a little bit about the health tech challenge. Is, Is this about the right time to do that? Yeah, I think well, it is. I think that's going to it's an incredible um, initiative, uh, really great initiative. And I think yeah, now yeah, uh, listeners will be very interested in it. So yeah, launch into it. Launch into it. Okay, so um, so basically, <laughs> for the last eighteen months or so, Ministry of Awesome has been working with Christchurch NZ and uh, more recently with the University of Canterbury Centre for Entrepreneurship, University of Otago, KiwiNet, uh, Te Papa Haurawa, which is our health precinct. Um, and uh, and also with the CDHB and Via Innovation, and now also with New Zealand Hit, um, to pull together the New Zealand Health Tech Supernode Challenge. And this is a challenge that is a nationwide challenge. It's designed to um, identify and support any early stage high growth startups and or scalable innovation. It's a nationwide call to action. And we're even looking um, at people who have seen a problem and have uh, have, a, have ideated and are in the early stage of their idea on how they were going to solve the problem. So you don't have to already be doing it. You don't already have to be working in a startup. You don't already have to be somebody um, who has developed a product. 
Um, if you have identified a solution in, uh, sorry, a problem in, um, in healthcare that can be solved by a health tech solution, um, then we are looking for you um, to be part of this challenge. So um, in general, uh, we, we have two key themes. The first one is just general health tech, and that talks about any solution to any general healthcare um, problem, whether it's in uh, primary or whether it's in um, clinical um, or whether it is around processes. Um, it, it doesn't really matter if the problem is big enough um, and, and your idea uh, looks like it's got legs we're keen to hear from you. The second, um, the second theme is that we are actually looking for specific um, solutions to problems that are identified in elder care, um, in rural care, um, and, and those are going to um, be really important for us because um, they, are, they are two very clear areas that uh, came to notice well before, but definitely during um, the whole uh, COVID um, difficulty that, that we just went through. So um, that is in general the, the themes that we're working with. The whole competition launches, the challenge launches on the 22nd of June, and you've got eight weeks to get an application in. Um, in terms of the prize, um, I guess the most important piece is that uh, we're going to take at least or at we hope 20 teams through a pre-accelerator and the pre-accelerator program is a six week long virtual accelerator. So you can be anywhere in New Zealand to take part. Um, and what you would be able to do there is um, get access to a really powerful mentor um, and influencer network um, to work through all of the different stages of developing the, uh, proto you know, the prototype of the, the, the product um, or developing out the uh, idea solution. Um, and then at the very end, there's a demo night where a number of the teams who went through the pre-accelerator will actually pitch to um, a sparkling uh, VIP judge uh, panel um, in a public presentation and, uh, and then go through to winning um, a cash prize package. I think the first prize package is 20000 a validation contract with Canterbury District Health Board, um, an extraordinary access to the Canterbury Health Tech Innovation Ecosystem, um, as well as entry uh, for a further three months into a business incubator. Um, the second prize and third prize are $5,000 cash each, as well as all of the, the different sort of um, support provided by CBHB, the access to the innovation ecosystem, and also entry into that incubation, um, in, in, into the incubator program that runs for three months. Um, I think most importantly, it's just a fantastic idea to take your idea and show it to the world. Um, and get every possible chance of making it happen, surrounded by people who want you to succeed and can show you the ropes. Um, and, and I really would like you to please just pass that along, spread it through your networks. If it applies to you, make sure that you get your application in. We really want to hear from you. 
Yeah, fantastic. I, I, you know, I'm very pleased and proud to be supporting that as well. And uh, with you know, with the NZ Hit Network, because we, you know, we've we've been promoting and pushing the whole area of innovation and health tech, and uh, specifically digital health uh, for some time now. So um, partnering up with with yourselves and and the Supernode uh, really makes sense because uh, we can just broaden out the the opportunities for for you know all of those those that meet those criteria you know just to get their uh, application and like you i just encourage people to to do it don't can't, it's almost one of those things like you know don't think about it just do it because the, even if you don't end up kind of getting the prize right at the end the major prize you will have gained uh, throughout the process in any case and, and i think that's fantastic the way that you've you've uh, structured it because uh, it it's adding value all the way along the chain absolutely Absolutely. And there's so many different partners involved. I mean, it's not just Ministry of Awesome and Christchurch NZ, it's KiwiNet, it's CDHB, it's VIA Innovation, which is the innovation arm of CDHB. It's, as I mentioned, Te Papa Harawa, which is University of Canterbury, University of Otago, ARA, um, uh, NZ HIT, uh, Canterbury Tech, uh, Think Lab, which is the UC-based founder incubator. Um, we've also got some of those Callahan um, um Incubator groups, the WNT Ventures, um, Bridge West, and um, what was the other one? Brandon Capital, um, as well as the main sponsor, who is obviously really interested in the elder care solutions, which is Ryman Healthcare. Um, so, so many amazing um, support networks in there to to learn from, um, to gain access from, and every single one of them is is going full tilt to make sure that um, talent succeeds. Yeah, absolutely, and yeah, it's a, that's an incredible collaboration group, you know, to pull together. So, uh, for, as I say, very pleased to be uh, involved ourselves. So, again, that's the the entries open on the twenty second of this month of June. That's it. Yeah. So, so and and we'll we'll all be uh, pushing that out and making sure uh, there'll be no excuses uh, for someone later on to say I didn't know that was happening. So that's I'm right. sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, good. thank you for that, and. Um, the only, th- the only thing that I must add there, just because um, you know what us Kiwis are like and, and, and with our rugby, um, you know, the one thing that you are really missing down in Canterbury is, is, a, is a good rugby team, of course. <laughs> I think my husband would disagree with you there. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that, Scott. Well, even I don't know whether you've caught up with the news or your husband's caught up with the news this morning, but you know, even Dan Carter has been attracted to uh, go and play for the Blues up here in Auckland, so and and Dan is like he's a he's an I can can Canterbury icon, isn't he? Oh, he is, he is. But we and, still have um, we still have Richie. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, true. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've moved. You've all moved on from from the Dan Carter days, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. But um, for any listeners that aren't uh, are listening in from from uh, offshore, uh, yeah, you it is one of those Kiwi things where you can't have a conversation like this without. Poking, poking a bit of fun at each other about their local rugby team, so, <laughs> and, and I have to say I'm not a Blues uh, supporter or fan, and I might get shot for that up because I live in the area. But uh, I, I'm a bit further south with the Highlanders, so, so they, and they're all they're all about the, all about the commercial, isn't it? It is a bit. Oh well, yeah. Um, uh, well, we better move on. We better, we, we we could be calling those the that, Warriors. Sorry, are we allowed to mention the Warriors? Oh yeah, this will be their year. <laughs> this will definitely be their year. We're all hoping. 
<laughs> we're all hoping. Hey, um, we'll be finishing up shortly, but um, what I'm really interested in, and I'm sure the listeners will be, um, your view of sort of five years out from now. You know, if we if we put ourselves in a um, time machine and transported um, forward five years, uh, where do you two things? Where do you see the whole startup space, the tech space in New Zealand, and then particularly the with this. This is the first year of the Supernode, the Health Tech Supernode Challenge. So where do you see things five years from now? I mean, I know this is such an expected response um, because I'm never going to say, oh, it's all just going to fall to pieces. But at the, at the end of the day, every single indicator is showing that we are absolutely growing like crazy in terms of startup participation, in terms of um, the amount of investment that is coming into our country for our startups. Um, I can't remember exactly what the figure was that I quoted last night, but I think it was something like the, the amount of investment in startups over the last 10 years has quadrupled. Um, and of course, this is ICT startups has quadrupled over the last 10 years. I don't have a figure for all of the other sectors. Um, two of our major strengths, as noted in a recent Deloitte's innovation report, um, are agri-tech and health tech. Um, I suspect that that will carry on. And obviously, that is playing to areas where we really have a strong level of you know, uh, knowledge in terms of, of uh, the sectors. Um, but we also have a great deal of talent um, and research and development in those spaces. Um, the other thing to note is that even in just the two, two and a half years that I've been in this role, the amount of interest from overseas investors has, 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 uh, I would say it's more than quadrupled. Um, I mean, we, we had very few, um, investors popping into Teohaka or the former ministry of awesome two and a half years ago, maybe one every two months might come in from Australia or just drifting by from the States on their way to Wanaka, um, but now it is a regular um, occurrence. We have people making appointments with our startups on a regular basis. We have a lot of curiosity. Um, and we our, our space was actually opened alongside Minister Woods. We had a speaker from Silicon Valley, Mark Bregman, who himself had started a fund at that point. And he was talking about how he and all of his fund mates from Silicon Valley were, you know, looking at New Zealand as, um, you know, goal number one um, for overseas expansion. Australians are obviously getting really excited about our industry. Um, two of their major VC companies, Blackbird Ventures and Airtree, have set up in Auckland um, a Startmate um, accelerator program, which is affiliated with Blackbird Ventures, has just launched New Zealand wide with a virtual accelerator. Um, Callahan Innovation is putting a huge amount of time and effort and strategy and budget into driving innovation and making sure that our expenditure and investment in innovation is strong. So the only way is up, Scott. We are absolutely going to kick it out of the park and I'm sorry, hit it out of the park. And the other thing is, is that um, in terms of Christchurch and Canterbury, in five years' time, I, I really do expect that worldwide, um, somebody who may be working in the health tech sector and is a talent drifting around wondering where the next hot place is going to be, they're going to be fully aware that Christchurch Canterbury is a place that is that where they are welcome and where they will succeed um, and, and is known to be a place of, of you know, um, global um, innovation for the health tech sector. 
Yeah, that, that, that's fantastic. I think, and you know, adding to that, you know, we've just seen some recent um, some moves that support exactly what you're saying. So, uh, very much at a, at a very high end because, um, yeah, we uh, Microsoft announcing that they're going to build their, a data center here in New Zealand. So that's you know that'll be it won't be sort of uh, half a billion dollars worth, but it won't it won't be too far off that. You know, that's a big commitment to make and uh, shows confidence that Microsoft have in 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 the little old New Zealand. And and I think that's going to uh, I don't think we fully understand yet just what that really means. Uh, but it, that's fantastic. And then also Spark Health, you know, who or Spark I should say is our largest telco here in New Zealand who have putting in a significant amount of commitment and investment and resource into their the Spark Health division that they've established. So, um, you know, those, I know there are large entities, large organisations, but they're making very um, big decisions that, that are accompanied by lots of investment dollar-wise and people-wise. So, you know, and then, then as you've said, you know, you, you, around venture capital and, and the interest in New Zealand, I just think, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm positive and kind of bullish just like you are. And uh, I, I also love your passion for, for Christchurch and Canterbury. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, – and why not? It's such a fantastic place. So, um, well, Just to finish off, is there anything um, – any final word you'd like to, to put out there? We've, we've pushed the Supernode Challenge, so we'll we'll keep pushing that one. And uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add just before we finish? If you're an innovator, if you're an ideator, somebody who's working in that in the health tech space, or somebody who has a you know solution to a problem you've identified, make sure you get in touch. We really do. We run up um, startup activation um, days on a regular basis where people can drop in via Zoom or um, and meet a meet a panel full of people. And it's not about Dragon's Den. It's not a pitch where we try to scare you off. It's really about trying to help you and understand where you're at and see how we can get you going. Because the only way we win is if you do and you succeed. Um, and that's 100% what we are all about. And just keep that date in your diary, 22nd of June, Health Tech Challenge. Let's see your application. Yeah, I think, I think I'm expecting it um, to be swamped. I think there'll be a lot of very a great deal of interest in it. Um, thanks very much. And of course, if people want to get a hold of you. Um, which is the best way, Marion? Uh, probably best is info at ministryofawesome.com. Um, only because most people get my the spelling of my name wrong. But if you can remember it, it's Marion M A R I A N at ministryofawesome.com. Just think Marion like Maid Marion or Marion the Librarian. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, and yeah, for those that don't know, Marion's she's having a poke at me really because I, I I'm the one that gets your <laughs> spelling wrong, isn't it? <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> that's nice. Um, I've got a, 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 a sort of a not so common surname that tends to get spelt quite a bit. So you sort of learn, don't you, that uh, yeah, that it's just going to be spelt wrong sometimes. And as long as people know who you are rather than than getting your spelling right, that's more important. That's so um, I think. Thank you again, Marion. It's been fantastic to, for you to give you a, this uh, sort of thirty minutes of your time, share your your views and your vision. is fantastic. And um, and anyone else that's uh, listening in, if you want to get a hold of me, best to go to our website, which is obviously www.nzhit.nz. So again, nzhit.nz. So thank you, everybody, and uh, tune in for our, our next episode that uh, uh, where we follow on this theme of what's happening in New Zealand, but also the application of what's happening here and how we're taking it to the rest of the world. So thanks again, Mary. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Digital Health Insights Podcast with Scott Errol. Make sure to subscribe and join us again for more news, views, and stories from key health and tech leaders. 
For more information, please head to our website at www.nzhit.nz where you'll find links to resources, news, events, and much more.